Yes, yes, welcome everybody. Welcome to Dangerous Misinformation. Appreciate you being here. I'm your humble narrator. My name is Rodney Smith. You can find me on all social media platforms at some sort of combination of Lord Petty and some underscores. You might ask why are there underscores, and that'd be a great question, and my answer would be because the Lizard Peoples is out here nuking. And if this is your first time tuning into this uh, podcast, this is, as I may or may not have mentioned, the only podcast in the world where we love everybody, we hate on everything. This is where we take the status quo into a complete, isn't a conspiracy theory show, but we do not deal with normie logic. Because you know what normie logic causes? It causes nothing but problems. Look at all the homeless people running around. Look at all the crime happening. Look at all the fuckery in general. Look at all the social media censorship. Look at all the things that really don't matter, but that do matter. If we're going to live in a first world country, we might as well have a dope country. We might as well optimize our country. So there's no reason for us to live in a oppressive, silenced, homeless ridden, terrible, constantly in war shithole. So if any of that philosophy sounds appealing to you, this is the podcast for you. This is Dangerous Misinformation coming to you Monday through Friday. I say every day, but you know what? Even God rests on Sunday, and I am far from that. I am a piece of shit. But anyways, uh, if you want some things that I can't say on the internet, go check out my book, The Petty Principles, Volume 1, available on Amazon for six sixty nine. You can get it on audiobook through any sort of distribution channel. You get those typically. Uh, you can even go to Barney's and Nobley's and pick it up. So plenty of options for your little dangerous misinformation information beaten hot deep down in my deep, dark German hot. You know what I'm saying? I find it is almost impossible to blow up on the internet anymore because... Uh, to blow up, you got to say some original things. You got to be pretty forward thinking. You got to bring something new to the table, right? Unless somebody else puts you on. It's kind of like uh, how most rich guys now, their parents put them on or their grandparents put them on. You got to kind of get put on, you know, unless you catch a, catch a gold rush. That's why a lot of people like when weed got legal, people started marijuana businesses. Like it's always fun being at the the front of things when they're brand new. But social media has been around long enough where... The power structures have been established, and it's kind of hard to blow up unless you have something very unique to bring to the market, and I'm constantly trying to tap into that market. And um, the only problem I see with that is like whenever I have a good video, whenever I have a video that I put on TikTok or something like that that I'll just do like thousands and thousands right off the bat, right off the bat it'll get deleted within a day or two because people start reporting it because... People either really resonate with it or some people get really offended about it. You know what I mean? It's hard for me. Maybe if I was like a good skateboarder or a basketball player or something like that, I could just make this completely neutral footage. So if you're out there, uh, you know, trying to create dope shit, they're going to make it hard because it's basically hard to blow up because having any sort of original thought is a, is a thought crime. You're breaking some community guidelines having an original thought by not just jumping on whatever the bandwagon thing is. And that's what a lot of people do. They're more worried about, okay, are the folks around me going to accept my worldviews instead of uh, creating worldviews that make sense to them? You know what I mean? Because statistically, well, I shouldn't act like I know anything about statistics, but 
Um, you know, it feels good to virtue signal and talk about how much you care about everything and all these different causes and blah, 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 blah. But then when it comes down to it, it's not like any of these people are going to take in any immigrants or stop driving their cars or stop leaving lights on in the house or stop flying in airplanes or stop doing any of the things where they say, oh, this is bad for the climate. This is racist. Blah, blah, blah. They just want to push it on other people. Like, look at what happened happens in New York now, you know? All these New Yorkers like, oh, them damn racist Texans, blah, 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 closing the border, blah, blah, blah. And now they have this huge migrant influx. They don't know what to do with them. Like, shit, Texas has been dealing with for ever. People are like, oh, well, Texas is stolen land. Well, okay, well, if it's stolen land, then give it back to Mexico. And people are just going to try to creep into fucking uh, Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Like, so what are you talking about? If, te- if you just gave Texas back to Mexico, it would just be another Mexico. And people would be fleeing through it up. Into- it, it wouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? My fuckers always talk about like this stolen land bullshit. Like, dude, that's what people did back in the day. You, you think people like, let's just go back to Pangea. Shut the fuck up, dude. I don't want any of this new world order shit. This is the United States and y'all go fucking deal with it or leave. I don't care, dude. I think the craziest argument, right? I think the craziest argument right now is voter ID. It's so nuts because you can't think of anything else that you can't do without an ID. You can't drive a car without an ID. You can't get on a plane without an ID. You can't buy beer without an ID. You can't buy cigarettes without an ID. You can't do anything. You can't get an apartment without ID. You, you, you can't do anything without ID. And then the liberal counterpoint for that is like, well, those aren't constitutional rights. Are you saying it's not a right for people to go and buy a car? Isn't, doesn't that fall under uh, the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? Doesn't having shelter over your head fall under the pursuit of happiness, which is in the Constitution? So how is voting any different? Like, what sane nation would want illegals voting in their elections? And that is why they're just opening up the border so people can just pile through and then vote for the Democrats. They're going to because they know they're in trouble because Biden is fucking garbage. So they're just opening up the border so people can flood in here and then, you know, vote, vote in these upcoming elections. And because the Democrats are going to be like, oh, well, you came here. We're going to promise you all these stuffs. And then these like poor, uneducated people who went through hell to get here, they're just going to get used for votes. Um, and it's sad. You know, there's nothing humane. There's nothing humane and loving by telling these people, oh, no, come here, wander through Southern America and stumble across the border with nothing and then sleep on the streets. Like, what are you doing? Do you know how many people are getting raped on the border and how many drugs are coming across the border and how much child trafficking and all all this terrible shit is happening because these soft, stupid Americans are going, oh, we need to keep the borders open because no human is illegal. Dude, there needs to be a process. You're open. Like, you got to think like a wolf sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like, you ever seen an American sniper? They say there's wolf sheep and there's the sheep dog right and you, you the wolf just wants to go out and do bad things and so it's like you have to think like the wolf to avoid the wolf you know and that's what these fucking libtards they don't understand they don't understand that there's bad people like typically they even though a lot of them are just dumb and lack common sense uh they don't take into consideration that there's bad people and you need to have guard because if you don't have some sort of guardrails the bad people are gonna exploit situations and people and take advantage of them, you know? And that's, um, that's what's happening with the border. 
You know, you get bad people saying, oh, the fucking... And these are all military-aged males. So if the United States gets in a war, right, I'm going to get drafted and have to go fight some fucked-up desert war, right? Or whatever it may be. Unless we just go drop bombs, right? Or I got I to gotta go fight these fucking Russians, a bunch of dudes I have no problems with because I'm a military-aged male. But then these other countries, you got all these conflicts going on. We're like, oh, no, just, just come here. We'll open up the borders. Fuck your country. You just come here and then you can harass our women and steal from people and loot and do a bunch of terrible shit because you're not acclimated to how our culture is. It's wild, dude. It's self-destructive behavior and we've became, way, we've became pathetic. If the West falls, I won't even feel bad because uh, we deserve it. At this time, I'm going to be long. Well, I don't know. It might happen in the next like generation or two, but... You know, I wonder if they would take any of this Ukraine bomb money and they would just use it to put homeless people in. You know what we need to do? We need to bring back insane asylums. Stop sending all this war money everywhere, right? We're, we're paying for everybody's military. We're sent, we're, we have all these war interests and we have all these fucking mentally ill people just running around the streets doing drugs everywhere. They're like, oh, we don't need you. Like, there's a middle ground. We've progressed from the 50s. We're not going to give in the lo- not going to be given the lobotomies, all right? But if we have mental institutions, you're creating housing for these people that are running around, like shaking invisible hands like Joe Biden, but they're cracked out. You know, they got like half their nutsack hanging out. And they're just wandering around downtown like these people are mentally ill and they need help and they need housing and they need to get off the fucking streets. People are like, oh, like it's these stupid liberals. They're like, oh no, no, humans illegal. Oh, uh, protect the un the unhoused, or we put them in a fucking mental institution so they can get help, and stop sending money to fund this stupid Ukraine wars. And these poor young Ukrainian guys just keep getting money dumped on them to go die against these Russians. Ah, dude. The world is crazy, bro. It would create high paying jobs too. You know, it would create medical jobs for people. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. Bring back, bring back the insane asylums, dude. Um, there's a part of me though where one thing I think is great about the border just being wide open is that this country has, we have way too much food, right? So if we just let everybody in the United States and we start feeding everybody, then maybe us Americans won't be so fat and we won't eat all the food. You know what I mean? We won't have people on Twitter talking about how the airlines should offer multiple seats at the same price for their fat asses. That'd be nice, dude. We just have, we got too much food if you really think about it. Think about the realities of actually what having fat people means. We have so much food that people eat too much. And they're so fat, they can't fit on airplanes. I mean, they do keep building the airplanes smaller. I'll give you that much, okay? I mean, I'm skinny as I'm like frail and I barely fit on an airplane. So I can't imagine what these big tubs of shit do when they're on an airplane, but um, yeah, anyways, I shouldn't talk shit about fat people because they all have big hearts. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Usually when people talk shit to you online, like I'm not directly talking shit to somebody, I'm talking shit about the world. Uh, That's how I protect myself from any sort of hypocritical thing I might get caught in. But I'm saying usually if somebody's talking shit to you online, it's coming from a dark place in their life because 
Think about when you're having fun with your friends, your family, your partner, something like that. The last thing you're going to be doing is being on your phone, talking shit to somebody. And nobody ever talks shit from above. You know what I mean? You're never going to have somebody that's doing way better than you pop up and start trashing what you're doing. If anything, they're probably going to encourage you or, you know, give you some help or whatever it may be. The only people that are ever going to talk shit about you, say bad things about you, have something seriously wrong in their own lives, some demons that they're battling with. And so there, it almost brings out a sense of compassion. You know what I mean? And I talked about this on, you know, one of, one of the last episodes about the, these people, they never have profile pictures. They never have, you know, they got the pronouns in their bios and shit like that. Like these nasty internet trolls. I would just always think like, what is your life like? You know what I mean? Like you're too scared to put your face on, like it's 2023, everybody's on the internet. It's not like when our grandmas used to be like, don't get on MySpace and it's scary. There's predators. I guess there are predators, but they're sneaking across the southern border. Um, but so if somebody's talking to you behind a burner account, think about that means they're too self-conscious to show their face, right? And think about what that would be like. Think about having so little confidence in yourself that you're scared to put your face behind the things that you say. So that's what these people are dealing with. So they don't like their appearance. They don't really believe in their views. Otherwise, they would put their face behind it. And uh, they look up to you in a way. Otherwise, they wouldn't take the time to talk shit to you. So I'd like to try to um, almost, like I said, stay compassionate about these fucking troglodytes. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't feel bad for them. Like, figure it out. You know, I was a fucking nerd at one point in my life. Like, when I moved to the States, I, d I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what I was doing. I was fucking weird. I was a weird-ass kid for a little bit. Uh, but you just got to figure it out, you know? It's the same way when I hear people bitching about their parents. These grown-ass adults still, like, complain about how their parents screwed them. I was like, well, if you're aware of it, then adjust your behaviors. Adjust your behaviors that are continuing the cycle of self-destruction that's been carried, that's been drilled into you by your parents. Like, if you know what your parents did wrong, you can correct those behaviors in yourself and love yourself in the now. You know what I mean? And we're so resent we get so resentful about our parents, but there's no, there's no guidelines for each kid, dude. I, I struggle raising a fucking cat, so I really like to give my parents a break, and because my parents really fucking sucked in a lot of areas, but I don't like to hold it against them. It's a waste of time, and that's what I would recommend for anybody else out there. Um, is try to forgive your parents because it feels good. It feels good, bro. Uh, speaking of not uh, speaking of speaking of uh, feeling good, I haven't been I haven't been drinking right. So I got really really ill about a month ago, and I came back from just traveling for two months, and uh, I got like really like I have an autoimmune disorder, you know. So I got really really ill, and I cut out all the bad food. I've only been eating organic and uh, only eating meats and vegetables, basically like paleo diet, and I, I quit drinking. And I've drank, when I say I quit drinking, just, you know, usually I would have at least a beer to a day, you know? And um, I've only drank twice. Both of them involved Alan. <laughs> but uh, I drank two days ago and I woke up the next day. And it's like when you haven't had a hangover in over a month, like when you haven't had it, like or you haven't had booze in your system at all and you reintroduce the booze to your system you realize how bad that shit is, dude. It is straight up flowing poison. Like you're just literally poisoning yourself and it's making you act silly. Like that's crazy. 
but it, you know, it gets fun. Um, unfortunately, I've had so many good times of drunk. I think I like day drinking now. I like day drinking so I can go to bed and sober up at night and then wake up the next day. Like if I day drink the next day, it won't be as messed up because I didn't drink that late into the night and then wake up still. Like I'm hoping I can sleep through the hangover almost if that makes sense. But, uh, Oh, there goes my cat. Look, cat, we're 16 minutes into the podcast, almost done, and here you are finally screaming at the door. Thank you. You're, you're becoming an integral part of this show. Can't fucking stand you. <laughs> so when I was drinking the other night, um, I had old... Okay. How do I say this? So when I was drinking the other night, I was hanging out with this girl, right? And we, we've known each other for a while and there's been the attraction thing there and finally kind of like acted on it, you know, and we, we didn't hook up. We like, you know, did the first things you do. And then, uh, and then she goes, she pulled old switcheroo on me, dude. I, this is, this is my conspiracy theory, but she pulled old switcheroo on me because I have no, no desire to be in a relationship. Okay. Zero. I don't want to be in a relationship. I enjoy being single right now. I don't, see it see foresee in my near future like i want to be way more independent wealthy i want to just have i'm too busy you know what i mean i don't want to be in a fucking relationship right now and i'm very vocal about that and then uh she said she said to me she's like you know so we made out and she goes i don't want to hurt you and i was like no I, i i love that you say that I love that you're saying that right now because I feel the same because I kept like hinting towards her because she's younger, you know? And then uh, so I'm like really careful with like daddling with, you know, you know, girls under 25, but I don't, they, they're just not, and it's just the age thing. It hasn't, it's not necessarily even like a woman. It's just the age thing. So I don't want to be that scumbag that like promises girls a relationship and doesn't. So I'm trying to be honest right off the bat now because it keeps happening where I just kind of say, okay, well we're on the same page. And then it turns out we're not on the same page and they just fucking hate my guts. And I don't like that. Um, I don't like hurting them. But so she says, I don't want to hurt you, you know? And I'm like, great. Awesome. I don't want to hurt you either. This is great. This is a great thing. And then I just saw she like completely shut down. So she must have heard this trick somewhere. This just must be some like female dating trick or something like that. So guys, if a girl says, I don't want to hurt you, you just be like, oh, well, I really appreciate that or do something. I don't know. Don't do what I did. Don't lean into it. Don't like light up with joy when she says, I don't want to hurt you when you have no intentions of even dating her. She's just feeling you out to see how full of shit you are. Anyways, oh my God, Kat, can you just give me like one minute? Dakota, stop. Like, I don't even know what she's yelling about. I put on Bernie Madoff for her, dude. I see a lot of people talking about, you know, they don't want to be part of the rat race and nobody wants to be a part of the rat race. The whole sitting on the subway, sitting in traffic for hours, going to work, taking shit from a boss doing unfulfilling work, sitting there for 10 hours, sitting in traffic, coming home, barely having time to hang out with your family and eat and do the things you love. Nobody wants to do that. There's not a single person that wants to do that, but you get three different types of people, okay? You get the people that just fucking suck it up and they deal with it and they realize, okay, I have to do something to support myself, so I'm gonna have a good attitude about it, and they try to make the best out of it. Then you get people who say, 
I'm going to work so goddamn hard. I'm going to be so creative. I'm going to believe in myself and I'm going to create something so I can escape this rat race. So I don't have to do this. I don't need to be reliant on somebody else cutting me a check and I'm going to take control over my life and I'm going to believe in myself and build something. Then the third person is the commie type, the people with pronouns in their bio that go, I'm never going to escape this rat race. We need to vote in people that are going to tax the rich and do all this, and I'm lost, and I will never make it. And they just want to bring everybody down with them. So don't be that person, dude. If you try hard enough, you can get the fuck out of the rat race. And that's what I'm going to leave you with, okay? Um, be the cool person. That's what we're all trying to be. All right, well, I don't want to hurt you guys, so I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you get back to your lives, and I appreciate you rock with me. Uh, please leave a rating. Please subscribe. Uh, check out the, the YouTube channel, sub on there, and um, peace out. Petty out.